0: You're listening to a Podglomerate Original. Hey, Missing Pages fans, I'm your host, Ann Patrick, and today we have a fun episode where I chat with executive producer Jeff Umbro, who worked in books for a lot of his life. He's here to chat with me about a fun new collection we've put together in Apple Books, highlighting all of the books featured on Missing Pages. We discuss what's included and also how collections like these are put together in the physical and digital world. You can find this collection at apple.co slash pages and let's get to the convo. Jeff, I'm so happy to have you here.
1: Thanks for having me. I feel like I'm joining, like a really good group of people who have been on the show.
0: We've had amazing guests on the show. And having you as a guest is definitely, you know, an exciting thing because you know a lot about publishing and about books.
1: You flatter me too much. I feel like compared to everybody else in the show, I'm just a guy who's who's out on the on the edge watching. But to that point, I think one of the things that we really tried to do with the show was bring on a lot of different voices from a lot of different places within the whole publishing ecosystem, which, in a lot of ways, encompasses the editors, the folks who work in the factory that bind the books, the marketers, the publicists, the salespeople. But also beyond that, we try and bring in a lot of different voices of the readers and the different folks who are experiencing publishing from every different direction so it is in a lot of ways kind of fun for me to be on as somebody who in a former life did you know sell books and who who thought he wanted to get into the world of publishing like eventually to be a writer which i feel like is kind of the same roadmap that a lot of people who are in publishing today follow mine was a little bit unique because i i went pretty far along it and then i decided to take a step back and now I get to just make podcasts about that industry. But it's it's a really fun thing to be doing and to be watching and to be working on.
0: So Jeff, when you were working in the bookstore and you were working at an independent bookstore, so this is a very specific question, how did you decide which books get the best real estate, you know, which books are on the front table, which books have their covers fully out, all that kind of thing.
1: We would try and highlight the popular books that were featured in the different medias of the time, like whatever was in the New York Times book review would usually have a space on one of the new and noteworthy shelves or, you know, the bestsellers or something. We also looked at what was happening at any given moment, like in news of the day. For example, now, if you go to a bookstore, you might see a bunch of authors that are like Ukrainian writers who are highlighted... Or you'll always see a shelf of voices from people of color, or something like that, just to like help elevate a certain kind of storyteller, and you know give them space that traditionally or historically maybe they they hadn't been given. And then the best part about independent bookstores specifically, and you see this kind of at a Barnes and Noble or a big bookshop, is you'll have a lot of like staff picks or editors picks. So they'll say, "Oh, this guy." Who you know is is working the front desk is loving everything that Stephen King's writing, and they want to highlight Stephen King. Or maybe there's a local author like John Irving is from New Hampshire, so whenever he has a big book out, or even when he doesn't, the bookstore will go out of their way to put that in front of more people because they want to support local, which is part of the beauty of a bookstore. It's like a gathering place for the community and, and a spot for people to come and discuss what they want to talk about.
0: So that's how it worked when you were a college kid working in the bookstore, but things have definitely changed. So let's talk a little bit about how people find great books to read right now.
1: So there's a lot of other ways for people to find their next favorite writer, whether it's social media or blogging. And it's so funny because when I say that, I feel like I'm dating myself. But at the same time, it's like, the way we find out about things is by finding voices that we love on Twitter or TikTok or whatever. And oftentimes, those are the ones that are then surfaced on some of these newer bookstores like Bookshop or Amazon or Apple Books. And the reason that I'm here today to talk to you is because we have a bookshelf that we have curated with one of our partners, Apple Books.
0: I am really excited about this shelf on Apple Books that is connected with our podcast missing pages because we've got a lot of different things on the shelf.
1: So we have all of these different books that we're highlighting in this Apple Books collection which are featured on the podcast and it's actually really interesting when we sat down to put that list together. Yes, we have the books like Sarah from J.T. Leroy or The Woman in the Window from Dan Mallory which, you know, are entertaining books and like if you're interested in that you should 100% read them but if you're listening to the show, which you probably are because you're listening to this conversation, you understand that some of these authors are problematic in their own ways. So it was kind of funny for us to like be highlighting these in this collection that's going to be featured in the Apple Books homepage. So we went out of our way to also include books from the folks that are featured on the show as guests as supplementary interviews, books that we recommend at the end of each episode that kind of fit in line with the different themes that we're trying to cover. And we were pretty, purposeful in terms of how we tried to decide what goes in here. And, and thank you to the team at Apple Books for helping us to do this as well. Can't thank them enough for like bringing such a big platform to a lot of these voices. Bethan, did you have any like thoughts as we're kind of putting this together, both, you know, for this collection, but also like as we were actually building the structure of every episode in the season? It's kind of a funny dichotomy to like sit there and like recommend these books from these people that were saying, in a lot of cases, have done these kind of weird, bad things.
0: First thing I'll say is we all know that there are people in the world who have done weird, bad things, but created incredible art that we all appreciate. And my first example of that would be Frank Sinatra, okay? (laughs) I mean, they're- uh, Very fair point. Yeah. Or Pablo Picasso. So I have no trouble saying so-and-so did something bad, but- the work that they produced was really terrific. For example, J.T. Leroy. I actually am pretty neutral on whether J.T. Leroy was bad or good, but I can wholeheartedly recommend J.T. Leroy's book, Sarah, which we now know was written by Laura Alber. The Woman in the Window by Dan Mallory or Dan Mallory writing as A.J. Finn is a really fun read. We have a lot of questions in our Dan Mallory episode about Mallory and the book and its provenance, but it's still a fun book to read. I can't say that it's not. So we have gone out of our way to distinguish the types of books we're recommending. Is it the subject of the actual interview or podcast episode, I should say? Is it something that was written by one of the people we've interviewed? Or is it our recommendation? So those are all separate and you know take them for what they're worth. I can tell you that we had a lot of fun putting together our recommendations. And those are all books I can say go ahead, read them. You will love them because each of us involved has a different reading history, different tastes, different ideas about what's really good. And those recommendations will take you to really great places. So I can definitely say that's what you'll get from part of our bookshelf.
1: I love it. And, and where can listeners find the bookshelf?
0: It is at apple.co, C-O, apple.co slash books missing pages, which is all one word, books missing pages. Apple.co slash books missing pages.
1: Awesome. Thanks for having me, Bethany. This was fun.
0: It was great, Jeff. So delighted to talk to you. <laughs> missing Pages is a podglomerate original and is written and produced by a small army. Showrunner, Kayla Littman. Producer, researcher, and writer, Jordan Aaron. Producer, Matt Keeley. Production, mixing, and mastering by Chris Boniello. Production assistance by Court Deans. Marketing by Joni Deutsch, Morgan Swift, and Madison Richards. Social media by Sylvia Butel. Art by Tom Grillo. Production and hosting by me, Ann Patrick. Executive produced by Jeff Umbro and the Podglomerate. Special thanks to Dan Cristo and Jeff Umbro. You can learn more about Missing Pages at thepodglomerate.com, on Twitter at MissPagesPod, and on Instagram at MissingPagesPod. Or you could just email us at MissingPages at thepodglomerate.com. If you liked what you heard today, please let your friends and family know and suggest an episode for them to listen to. I'm Beth Ann Patrick, and we'll be back next week with another episode.